Every human being must have boundaries in order to have successful relationships or a successful performance in life. Dr. Henry Cloud. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about boundaries. Stick around. You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short-form podcast dedicated to calling men back into the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm a former prodigal son. I've got a 40-year relationship with Jesus that has been filled with moral failure, a lack of character, and a true restoration that only the Son of God could have ever offered. My hope here is that something from my life experience will cause other men to want to rise up and set their feet back towards home. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Over the years, I've come to understand the truth of Dr. Cloud's statement. In working with and coaching men, I can tell you that across the board, men struggle with boundaries. My own failures here have been the cause of a great deal of heartache and pain. Due to the boundaries that I failed to honor between me and God and the boundaries that I just simply ignored between me and others. Some men throw up walls and moats around their hearts. And they call those boundaries, but they aren't. Those are prisons. Other men, like I was, are so hungry for love and acceptance and need validation so desperately that their boundaries are virtually non-existent. I didn't have boundaries. What I had was a cardboard picket fence around my life. Healthy boundaries require that the person that's setting those boundaries is whole. Broken, hurt people do not establish good boundaries. Healthy boundaries need to come from a person who has a clear understanding of their identity. The boundaries are clearly defined and well communicated. They are managed with consistency, holding accountable those who trespass or cross the line. An accountability, by the way, that is drenched in love. And... They need to be in the service of and supporting loving, functional relationships with all parties involved. Again, quoting Dr. Cloud, every human being must have boundaries in order to have successful relationships or a successful performance in life. As men, we're driven for success. And we look for it almost everywhere but here, where it matters most. Joe, do we have any examples of good boundaries that we can learn from? I'm glad you asked. As a matter of fact, we do. The covenant that was made at Mount Sinai with the children of Israel, what we would call the Ten Commandments, was really clear communication from God on what His boundaries were and how we are to love Him as well as the boundaries that He expected His children to honor between themselves as a way of reflecting His values and His nature as their God and Father. What we see in Exodus 20 isn't just a bunch of do's and don'ts and mostly don'ts. It's a relationship covenant, a template 
and it's not that much unlike our wedding vows that we make with our wives. You shall have no other gods before me. God's demanding allegiance and exclusivity. I bet you wanted your wife to have no other men when you married her. Don't make for yourselves or worship idols. This one came with a strong warning for those that crossed this line and an even stronger blessing for those that honored this boundary. You shall not take or bear the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to set it apart as holy. Honor your father and mother. The blessing that came with this one was long life for those that honored this boundary. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. By the way, I'm convinced there's a reason why murder and adultery are placed right beside each other, but that's another conversation for another day. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's hot wife, not his servants, not his livestock, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. Okay, I added the hot wife part, but you get the point. Are you noticing a pattern inside the boundaries here? The first three to four commandments deal with how we are to live in relationship with God, and then the next set of commandments deals with how we are to live in relationship with each other. Pay close attention to this pattern. You're going to see it again and again in the scriptures. We can't always trust the boundaries that humans set, but we can trust the boundaries that God has set. Why? God is whole and certainly knows who he is. His identity is so secure that we can only find our identity in him. Remember, we're made in his image. He has clearly defined the boundaries and made them known. He is consistent in how he deals with and manages those boundaries. And finally, his boundaries are in place for the purpose of supporting a loving relationship with him and with our fellow man. There's something amazing and loving about somebody that will set clear boundaries and expectations with you, make sure you understand those boundaries, and then faithfully work with you to teach you how to live within those boundaries. I mean, how many times have you been in a relationship with somebody and said to yourself, I just wished I knew what I could do to make them happy. I wished I knew what I was doing wrong. Conversely, how easy would it be to be in a relationship where you know exactly what is expected and that the other person is dedicated to helping both of you live in those expectations? Maybe you haven't experienced that. At least not yet. God most surely loves us, and the evidence that He does is shown right here in the boundaries that He set for us. You want proof of that? Go look at some of the most painful times in your life, and I guarantee you, you will find that boundaries were crossed first. I spent most of my adult life struggling to live in or set boundaries. I was unable and too afraid to openly communicate my boundaries to anyone. And because I was such a people pleaser, longing for validation and acceptance, even when a boundary was crossed, I would either ignore it to avoid the conflict or act as though it was just no big deal. This, of course, would cause an undercurrent of resentment and anger that would eventually work its way out in either passive-aggressive mannerisms or just outright fits of rage. I was an angry little doormat posing as a male member of the human race.
I was not whole, and I was incapable of living in or even understanding boundaries. When Jesus was asked about the most important commandment or boundary, he responded like this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and all the teachings of the prophets hang on these two commandments. Do you see the pattern? Loving relationship with God and with other humans. The governing force of boundaries is love. Not love for yourself, not selfishness, but a love that is loyal to God and a love that genuinely cares for the people around you. As a side note, self-protection and selfishness is often passed off as self-love. But I'm telling you, there's a big difference between putting the oxygen mask on yourself first so you can serve and protect others and just protecting yourself with no regard for the well-being of those around you. The kind of love that maintains healthy, successful boundaries can only be found in a right relationship with God. And here's where the rubber meets the road. The Israelites failed miserably at living inside the covenant that they made with God. They crossed boundaries time and time again and paid a high price for it. They were an example for us so that we could see that while the boundaries are good and meant for our good, we, in our broken human condition, do not have the ability to live in them. This is why the gospel is good news. This is why Jesus' life, death, and resurrection are so important. Because he, as the perfect Israelite, And he alone fulfilled the old covenant and lived perfectly inside the boundaries that God established at Sinai. Then, as the sacrificial lamb, he offered his life not just so that we could be forgiven of our trespasses of those boundaries, but so we could be given new hearts, filled with God's Holy Spirit, and finally have the ability to live in covenant, live inside and with healthy, loving boundaries, both with God and with each other. All the marriage counseling, the self-help books, and the life coaches you can spend your time and money on will never give you the ability to live and love in healthy boundaries. You need a new heart for that, and only Jesus can give that to you. I'm not concerned today with how you identify religiously. Whether you've said any magic words or you've been dipped, dunked, or sprinkled with water. What I'm asking you is, have you asked Jesus to give you a new heart? Religious experience, the adherence to rules, going to church or mass every time the doors open will not give you a new heart. Only submission to Christ and our accepting Him as Lord, Savior, and King can do that. If you're struggling in this area, I want you to to examine yourself. Do I have a heart for living in loving boundaries? If you don't know the answer to that, then I would suggest that you have a conversation with Jesus. 
and get some answers. If you'd like to learn more about boundaries from a godly biblical perspective, I would recommend picking up the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. I'll put the link for the book in the show notes. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. God bless, guys. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, check out our website at www.experienceremand.com. There's a contact page there. Why don't you take some time to drop me a note and let me know what you thought of today's show. Or maybe you've got a question you'd like for me to dive into in a future episode. Let me know about that. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, why don't you give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes? It'll help us reach other men with what is intended to be a lifeline and a message of hope. Until next week, have a great day, guys. God bless.